on another exciting episode of the Animation Deliberation Podcast. My schedule may have been fluctuating, but our love for the show has not. We are going to be talking about Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2, Episode 14, Fluctuations, Part 2, right after these ads we have no control over. Sing along if you know the words. A one, two, three, it's time for Animation Deliberation. A conversation and a celebration of a favorite action animated series. Yeah. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Animation Deliberation, the podcast where we take action, animation, and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. We're your hosts, I'm Zuhair Ali. And I am Andrew Rogers. And apologies for me missing last week. It's definitely going to make up for the fact that Andrew's missing the next three weeks. Ooh. A lot of fluctuations, a lot of ups and downs, but man, has this show been good with so much to talk about. Yeah, I was I was sad that you missed last week. I'm wishing that I could remember the questions that I had for you because in the moment I was like, oh, I have so many questions for him. But yeah, I'm so happy that you are back for this episode specifically. I'm sure it's going to be a wild ride the next three weeks and I'm going to be disappointed. But holy crap, did we have a whirlwind for you to make your return to? Yeah, I wasn't expecting this to be like a part one, part two thing. And there was a lot of speculations that I had for like how Toji's experience like introduction to this was going to be and what was going to happen and like this was none of what i thought was going to happen so what's good is that we can start talking about it yeah i think we do just have to dive in because this is absolutely crazy all right you ready, you ready for the plop and gulp the plop and gulp i don't know how i feel about those wordings but he did pop that top did take it down because we are talking about the one the only we love it liquid iv and why do i take liquid iv during these recordings because one stick of liquid iv and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone the result of an extensive r&d process to perfect the flavor and efficacy liquid iv combines science backed sugar zero sugar technology with the brand's commitment to delicious real flavor no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar with the proprietary amino acid allulose blend for a sweet taste without the calories or raised blood glucose levels you get from sugar contains eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness with three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. And I cannot stress enough. It is getting cold. I'm wearing a hoodie. People are getting sick. Keep those vitamin C levels up. One of my favorite flavors on its own is the citrus flavor. And the fact that it is immune system support makes it so much better. It is very helpful. Please don't get sick. Yes, and this time it's my turn because I know Zuhair has been talking about the vitamin C for a while. As much as I had tried liquid IV, I had yet to try the vitamin C version. I had just tried some of the other flavors, which are all delicious. Like you mentioned, there are so many of them. But getting ready for my trip to Japan, I have been on a vitamin C regimen wearing a mask, like cannot get sick. I do not want to miss anything on this trip. So I picked up the vitamin C option and was like, okay, I got to try this. And let me tell you, I have used other vitamin C style things for like when you're sick, when you're going to get on a plane, all of those other versions, and they taste like medicine. They just, it, it's so fizzy. It's so over the top. I just get a little disgusted, but I would always suck those down just to get on a plane. I enjoyed this. The liquid IV vitamin C's, they're, they're actually like good. I'm sitting here like, mm -hmm. oh, this is fun. I'm like having a nice little just citrusy orange drink as opposed to feeling like you're guzzling down something to make you feel good so i love the fact that this is not only you know 
good for you it's tasty and also good for the environment and good for the world because liquid iv is non-gmo and free from gluten dairy and soy and liquid iv believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world they partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures to date liquid iv has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world so, knock on wood. Just got home from a very large wedding. Sister's sick. Mama's sick. I'm just tired. So, there's, love that. there's something going on here. And I think you guys should give it a try. It's worth a try. And the best way to do it is to get 20% off and you grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free or any other variant at liquidiv.com and use code STAYWELMED at checkout. That's 20% off anything when you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code STAYWELMED at liquidiv.com. And as always, thank you for supporting the brands that have decided to support Animation Deliberation. Without further ado, I'm going to do the synopsis. I'm going to run through this as fast as I can, hopefully, so that we could talk because I am, I'm just getting giddy here. The natural two times speed. Net, yes. <laughs> All right. Long wind quirk activate. Let's do this. Fluctuations part two. After entering the domain, Toji makes Maki's cursed tool and immediately begins targeting the strongest opponent in the area, Dagon. Everyone is stunned as Toji completely overwhelms Dagon with his immense speed and strength, brushing off all of his attacks and eventually killing him, ending the domain. Without any time to react, Megumi is unexpectedly launched out of the building to confront Toji himself. Jogo suddenly appears to mourn Dagon's death and effortlessly incinerates Nanami, Maki, and Naobito. He then senses Sukuna's presence and rushes to find the Hasaba sisters, feeding Yuji a finger. He scares them off and proceeds to feed Yuji 10 fingers to make a total of 15 fingers within him. Sukuna awakens stunning Jogo and the Hasabas into absolute fear by his presence. Sukuna asks the Hasabas what they want for providing the finger, and they ask him to kill the imposter inhabiting Geto's body, offering another finger's location as further compensation. Annoyed by their request, Sukuna brutally kills them both. He then addresses Jogo, who simply says he only desires Sukuna's complete resurrection and suggests he make a pact with Yuji to take control of the body. Sukuna denies this, having his own plans, but allows Jogo the chance that if he can land one hit on him, he will assist his group. So much stuff happened in the Toji half of this episode that when the marker came up for like where a commercial break was supposed to be, I was like, we still have another half? This wasn't the whole episode? What on earth is going on? Man, was this action packed and intense. Mind you, the marker didn't even come up until like Sukuna was awake. Like, that was around the time. Like, there was so much that happened leading up to that point. Like, I was expecting the episode to almost end at that point. Like, oh, Sukuna's back. No, like, they they threw so much in here. And like you said at the top, there were all these things of like, okay, Toji's back in the fold. What's going to happen? I expected, like, the fight with Toji and Dagon and all those other things to be like this whole episode. And instead, it was like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, all of that was really weird. And like as the episode started, I was like, huh, these are all Zenian clan people in the same room. Like Nanami's the only standout from this. Mm. Which was like a funny realization. But then just the way that 
volcano head came in and incinerated them. I was like, there's no way they're dead. Like, you can't just, no, nah, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't know, even I don't get... know how to feel. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we didn't get a last word out of Nanami. We didn't get anything to make us feel remotely okay and then the back episode back half of this episode just was so no holds barred that i'm like 95 plus percent sure that they are dead like they just went so far into the death count that i'm like everyone just has to be dead at this point oh that being said i do want to bring up a point before i forget it because i was thinking about this as the episode was going on a few episodes i was complaining about like who they use to set the standard for power levels. And like Nora was the example of that. It's like, I didn't like, like how quick she got beat. So I do like that in these last two episodes, they were, they were at least really consistent with like what it means to be a certain rank because Maki, as much as I love her, was getting her butt kicked a little bit. Fushiguro only lasted so long, like, trying to, you know, go toe-to-toe with what I'm assuming was a special grade. Octopus face. Yeah, we never really got a confirmation. but You see the the difference between Maki and Fushiguro versus, like, what Nanami and the Zen and Drunk were able to accomplish, you know, like, with one arm already being so beat up. And then when Volcano Head came in and instantly took him out, like... As much as I had that complaint two weeks ago, I am proud of them for at least like keeping the standard and consistency of like what's expected of certain sorcerer grades. Yeah, and they did very good mentioning of, like I said, there was the whole comment about how Dagon evolved. And then as soon as that was emptied, you even had Nanami say like, he's gone and another curse shows up this one's stronger than the last. Like they, they consistently were doing this level up because we saw them struggle against one. Hey, this one's stronger immediately taken out. Like they, they very much put it all on the playing field that like there isn't a problem, which I really like, but and then they, uh, they emphasize that Yuji had like, like he was a lot stronger than expected in this and that, but he also still has like the maturity of a freshman. So the fact that he was getting cocky in his fights and then lost, like they, they've been very consistent. I know I've said that like four times now, but consistent. I mean, you are nothing if not consistent with your uh, praise of their consistency. Yeah, that's not fluctuating. You saying fluctuating. I really got to say, I love how JJK has. I feel like this isn't the first time they've done this. Actually, it's not even the first time this season where they don't tell you that things are going to be multiple parts until you're getting into the next part. It's kind of a cool thing that last week's episode was titled Fluctuations. It wasn't Fluctuations Part 1, making you immediately be like, oh, it's going to be a Part 2, it's going to continue, blah, blah, blah. But then when you saw Fluctuations Part 2, you're like, oh, we're just going right into it. We're getting in the thick. It's picking up where we left off. And I really like that little bit of mystery. Yeah. Because we're all... I think inventory was the only thing that really did have like part one part two part three on it yeah and that's exactly where i was like oh they've done this before hidden inventory like we didn't know they were going to fully go but we also didn't know how many there was even going to be so that's also neat but yeah this this episode just it was so much i told zuhair as we booted up this call like i got done watching the episode and immediately jumped in the room to record this podcast and i was just in shock like i have not felt as 
blown away since like attack on Titan with just, they can't do this. This isn't allowed. Like the number of times that I just like gasped audibly at my screen, like, no, they're not doing this was, was too many for a 30 minute episode for a 23 minute episode. Like, yeah, I was definitely in shock and bewilderment a couple of times, but in regards to like Toji's fight sequence, like that was all Dragon Ball Z for me. Just it was the very non- was specifically like Dragon Ball Super. Now, because I was about to say, it's like, oh man, if they redid Dragon Ball Z, so I was like, wait, no, they have Super. That's exactly what those fight sequences on the road was just like move, 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 move. And just the way the hits were going and the way they were flying and man, just everything about that. Like it's it. It had my excitement as an animation fan just as high as the Yuji and Chosa fight. But it, but both of them were such different fights in terms of the animation, in terms of the pacing, in terms of just like the flow of the sequence. But still, like the fact that they're giving us like so many different things and making me just equally as giddy is just so much fun. Yeah, I said it last week when you weren't here, like just the entirety of the coloring, the animation, the way that they paced the fight on that beach just screamed old school anime, the Dragon Balls, the Naruto's, just all of these like big bombastic fight scenes where you're going to watch these people just throw haymakers the entire time. And it's like, oh, it can't get better. Nope, there's a giant, you know, shelled bug under the water that's going to try and attack Toji. But no, Toji's going to take that out in one punch. But then Dagon's going to come in and, you know, produce something from his body. But then Toji's going to take that out. It's just so much of that back and forth where you know these are the big hitters and the whole time you're just giddy and enjoying it and loving every moment of it. Oh, and then when you sharpened up the weapon and then like broke the chains off just to be able that to kill the dude even Like what? Like that is one of the strongest curse tools that we have seen and he's just like I'm gonna sit here and sharpen this boy the sparks like fully illuminating him from behind Oh, I forget the dialogue, but like when he was coming out, the way the narrator said, it's like the one who cursed him and the one who carried on the curse were both there to witness this. I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, I never really put the pieces together that like the curse carried was between Toji and Maki of like, oh, you don't have cursed energy. You can't use cursed energy. You have to use tools like it was all right there. And it's it's a nice little not like acknowledgement of that fact. And then she even had the dialogue as like, wait, I lost by pure strength. I lost by pure strength just to like have a scale of like. Well, I guess really how powerful she is at the expense of not having cursed energy. Yeah, like we had seen it before, but Toji's just at another level through and through how many times he's moving in a flash that no one can see him. that old it, man could have given her both of them so many more details in that moment. Yeah, he knew what was going on and was just like, eh, I'm just going to stop. He's like, and oh, yeah, he's just a ghost. He's like, no, he's your uncle and your dad. <laughs> yeah, I was really expecting when he said Toji, Nanami to have that moment of like, wait, the Toji? Because like as much as Nanami wasn't there at the school when it happened, I'm sure he still would have heard from Gojo and the others like, hey, this was a Toji guy that like almost killed me. Yeah, because like, there was like a year gap between when that happened and when Gato left. Yeah, there's. I feel like there should have been some acknowledgement. 
but maybe it's just Nanami doesn't know or wasn't fully there because he he was already struggling. Or maybe he just like said the name in his head or like whispered it. So Nanami like never heard. I know he said it. On. Did he say it audibly? I thought I saw his lips move, but maybe maybe not. he did. But it was just like Tochi. Yeah, like everyone when you're standing in the middle of the ocean with frogs all over the place and man eating fish and then like trying to fight domains. Like maybe you don't hear Toji. <laughs> yeah, you do have other things uh, going Toji. on. But um, I will say this is the one like this fight scene was awesome, but it was one of the few times that I was like, man, Mappa, y- you got to slow down. I loved the fight scene. It felt bombastic, but this is one of the few times that I feel like it really hit that they didn't have enough time to fully put in. I feel like there were some jittery movements. I feel like there were some moments during the major Dragon Ball Z-esque fight scene that could have been polished up a little more, but it goes back into the, like, had they had time, because I think I saw something recently where they're, like, apparently still working on episodes from season two as we speak like as they're airing which is just unheard of so i'm not going to discount it too much but it was one of the few like interesting moments where i was like i just i want a little bit more out of them because the choso and itadori fight was so flawless in the way that it animated everything that to have a couple nitpicks as much as they feel like nitpicks they feel valid because we've seen the cream of the crop that they can do two episodes ago so yeah. I'm I'm just throwing it out there. I felt like there were a couple moments that I was like, ah, I, I like more, but it doesn't change the fact that the fight scene choreography was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, um, that working down to the last minute isn't as unusual as you think it is. <laughs> Even for like movies and stuff like the CGI when they're working on that, like sometimes it's like weeks before those reels go out that they're like finishing up. It's not like there's a break time between when things are done and when they come out. Yeah, but I feel like usually for shows, you at least generally assume that they have all of it together to then release the show. And like, yeah, they're still working, but they're working on the next season as opposed to working on the current season. Ah, Assume is the key word there. (laughs) Yes, assume is the key word there. Grind, grind, grind. Yeah, no, don't, because also they have Attack on Titan. The way that he was sharpening the weapon is how these animators feel. (laughs) Yes, they are on it, on top of it. But that was the only criticism I wanted to say because the rest of it was just so, so cool, so good. But it did, it felt jittery. I don't know if, and maybe that was just my laptop or screen, but it just felt a little, like, there yeah, were a couple frames I don't think I saw enough to, there. to bother me or even, like, even feel the need to bring it up. Oh. Which is wild because I feel like it's usually you bringing these things up. Like, yeah. I was expecting you. Like now that I'm thinking something. back on it, like sure there was a couple of things like here and there, but I don't know. I like for me, even when it comes to like CGS, like people argue or complain about like MCU CGI a lot, and for me, it's like as long as it's not bad enough to make me like only focus on that and not what's happening, like. It's fine. Like, I feel like I fill the voids with my imagination just enough. So it's only when I can't do that that it bothers me. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. Like these earlier episodes bothered me enough that I was like, what is going on here? Which is so weird because I never had that many issues with the earlier episodes. So it's totally just interpretation. Eye of the Beholder. Maybe Maybe it's because I'm used to shittier animes like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto, as you so eloquently put. 
Oh yeah, no. Hey, I have never called out Dragon Ball Z. Let's <laughs> let's keep that one off the record here. I don't need to go down in a full ball of fire. Just like you know, tip over. Dude, like it's a tree. been it's been circulating the fight between um Super Saiyan two Goku and Majin Vegeta, and they were talking about like how this is the animation from like the early nineties, and I was like, that's just so wild to think about. Like we watched this like mid two thousands or whatever, and the fact that it was like stuff that came out before you were born is just crazy. Yeah, you said some words, and I, I, I heard them. I knew fight scenes. I, I picked up on those, but I have no knowledge of Dragon Ball. It is definitely one of the gaps in my anime world. But... Just watch Dragon Ball: The Bridge; she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't know about that, but. <laughs> Watch right. Dragon Ball at Bridge and play Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections when it comes out. <laughs> okay, well, if we're going to talk about connections, I think we just need to talk about the elephant in the room that is, uh... yeah, we were waiting to see Sukuna. We found him. <laughs> wow, look at that elephant go by. It was so real sounding. I barely even noticed. Prince Ali. <laughs> If you can't tell, Zuhair is definitely a little tired this week. So fucking tired. But yeah, Sukuna's resurrection. We didn't know what the Hasaba sisters were doing, but God, this was like the last thing on the list of things that I thought they were going to be doing to try. Like, I thought they were helping like dying. <laughs> well, dying, but like, no, go- going through the trouble of resurrecting Sukuna. Like immediately, I was like, this is a, a horrible idea. You think you're going to get anything productive out of him? What do you mean? This is like the God of chaos themselves. That, that but, deal is okay, not going to fall up though. How long has Sukuna been locked up? I mean, forever. I, I don't actually know. I feel like that's a valid question, but it, it thousand years ago, something like that. Yeah. So how would somebody like actually know? I feel like if you know about the fingers, then you know enough about the legend to know, like, but it's legend, right? Like, yeah, but nobody, if you're ex- nobody really has a scale of it until it's you like, can't, you can't like say you, that if though. you tell somebody like this farm that's lived on a farm on Kansas, like all their lives about like, explain the empire state building like they're gonna be like oh yeah it's pretty big and then they go and they're like what the hell is this like yeah but we also exist in a world where these cursed spirits are horrible like if you think about the worst cursed spirit that they teenagers that deal with them on a regular basis so it's like but that but that's what i'm saying like the worst spirit that they probably are dealing with at this point would be mahito and jogo like those are probably the two most powerful who they've interacted with multiple times Right, they've interacted so with to, them, uh, but they should have a scale of how like powerful they are to, and how they should be able to have, get rid of them. How do you process having somebody that can put that person on their knees by presence alone? Like, that's a whole level of intensity that I don't think anybody can just be ready for. Oh no, but you, I, it feels like such a last ditch effort as opposed to like the only person that cared for them got taken over by a curse thingy that controls their brain like they have no other option but this go to this go to the jujutsu sorcerers be like hey can you uh can you get rid of this guy like help them help the people that you are actively like watching fall as opposed to going to the like call in the nukes option so you go to the person that i guess you go to the person that already killed them yeah like you know gojo could do it 
Like these two could have been the ones that freed Gojo and at least like, yeah, they hate Gojo, but they hate the brain that's taken over the person they love more. I I guess also like we haven't seen like at what point did they give up, right? Because it seems like they've been having hope that the original Gato will come back and that they just gave up like literally like in yes. this moment. And now that because Gojo wasn't an option, like Sukuna was the only option left. I guess maybe because we did see the moment that it happened because they talked to the brain spirit and we're like, yeah. Hey, can, can we have Gato back? Can we have his body? Like all of that. And he's like, I don't think I will. I think I'm going to keep this. This is pretty rad. And it's really the only way to continue to enact my plan. So F off like that happened on screen. So, yeah. So this really is the last ditch effort. <laughs> is it the last ditch effort or is it just the first idea that they came up with? They're like, ha, ha, we got this. Let's let's go to Sukuna like children. Yeah, maybe it was that. I don't know. But it just feels it, it, like Maybe it's because this is fiction and I'm sitting here armchair directing, looking at these characters, but like, that's a dumb call. That's just a, that's just a bad idea. Yeah. But, no um, one's perfect. yeah, no one is perfect and neither are their bodies anymore because holy crap, oh, cool. that is that like we talked about how slowly bloodier and more adult this show has been becoming. <laughs> and I feel like we kind of <laughs> plateaued for a little bit. Oh, and then he picked up the phone and he was like explaining it like we were supposed to be super intrigued. Like, this is lame. <laughs> yeah, just get rid of that. We don't care about that. There's like, no I'm gonna explanation explain it because that's what we do in animes. But screw this. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I was not prepared to watch one girl basically get beheaded and then another one get cubed like. That, that's literal horror movie stuff. I have seen that in a horror movie. There's a horror movie called The Cube where someone gets cubed like that. It's it's just crazy. Day of the Dead. We got to watch this on the Day of the Dead. Oh, yeah. There's a, oof, there is a lot. A lot happening because I, I cannot believe we lost so many characters in one episode like it was nothing. I'm I'm so upset. But Sukuna not even not even lifting a finger pun kind of intended um because it's like, in his stomach i don't i don't know where we go i really don't know where we go from here because sukuna being this powerful how what what do you mean we can't stop this we saw like two finger power sukuna before we are at 15 finger power hmm i could see ways out but i don't like any of them and they're just it feels like I'm it's just, all over i'm thinking of trajectory now because we have Sukuna versus Jogo Meimei versus Gato and Fushiguro versus Toji right now yes Panda's still hanging out somewhere we do know we did see Panda on the outside Hmm. yeah but let's not forget we still have six more episodes. If I'm remembering, it feels like yesterday we were complaining about how many episodes we had left. And now they're wrapping up. I don't think it was ever a complaint. I think it was like a wow. There's going to be so oh, and much I was tired of stuff. I was complaining. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah, I guess when you were more tired of the animation, I was just like, we only have up to go from here. How can it 
like keep getting better and oh my gosh i wasn't ready for this i take back what i said i didn't want it to go this far man you've killed Natomi. i'm still like i'm still coping with this i'm fully processed like you, speaking usually of dragon I ball watch... stuff i'm wondering like where are the dragon balls like how are you going to kill people off this easily like what is the plan to bring them back because they are not dead they're not dead you're bringing them back i will come to japan with you just to riot if they do not bring them back they're coming back. They gotta come back. I, I, I can't believe. I can't see a way. It's just like this feels like their way of being like, oh, death matters. Oh, here's how powerful everyone is. Like they're you, terrible at explaining things. Maybe they have at some point. We just don't know yet. Yeah, maybe there is an out. Maybe we haven't gotten there. I mean, there is the whole mention of like his reverse curse technique to be able to heal people. Maybe he could bring people back from the dead. Uh, he being uh, Sukuna. Like if Yuji were to somehow take the body back over and be able to use his power. I yeah, just take those cremation ashes that haven't blown from Nanami yet and just bring them back. I don't know. Again, I, or as I was starting to say, usually I watch these episodes like over lunch and I just didn't have time today. So I watched it like right before we recorded this and I'm just, they built up Nanami. They made Nanami the proper character that like, I think we were all waiting for him to be like so many of the manga fans were like, Nanami is my favorite. I love him. And I was like, what's the big deal? And then I got to the season. I was like, Oh, he's the big deal. I see it now. This is this you man. I love him. He is a protector of all like do not harm him or else we have problems. We're ready to have problems now. I'm not okay with this. This and is <sighs> they, they didn't hold back on this. And I'm so so flabbergasted that like i we because we knew jogo was kind of powerful but also we didn't because we watched gojo take him on and like yeah i guess uh gojo struggled but like he still came out victorious so i was hoping that three sorcerers would at least be able to like stack up to gojo i don't know i guess it's just perspective at that point if we're letting it happen i don't want it to happen though what if we just fed everyone like one Sukuna finger? It wasn't the whole thing that like it was very unique that Yuji's body was able to process it. Yes, that was the whole adaptation conversation. I know, but maybe someone else could process it. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Things don't seem to be going well. People are just trying to fuck around and find out right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fully on copium at this point. Like it's. It's all I can do but to come up with too many times this episode. I apologize, people. I don't think you were, have actually done it that many times. It's like I think I was like the fourth. We've earned our explicit rating. It's fine. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we get to see Sukuna in more power. I really, I'm, I'm excited for that. At the very least, I think that's going to be crazy. I mean, all of the fight scenes that we have set up, I no longer care about the Mei Mei and ghetto fight unfortunately like that's just over there on really the side <laughs> with all the cool stuff that was going on when she was isolated i'm just like i don't care enough you have not given me anything to care enough <laughs> i cared about the ghetto part i was like ah oh, there's something going on here because like this has been our main antagonist but now at this point everything else is just way cooler because the yeah. father-son thing at what point in the fight does he find out or does this toji vessel even know that that's his son or is the vessel just in like a blind rage like they mentioned he didn't know it was a son when he was alive so what oh, yeah i had a son <laughs> yeah so like is there a way that they find out i ooh, i don't know but i also don't know how 
Megami holds his own because yeah he's kind of coughing up blood as it is right now yeah he's already like weakened and no offense weak like nowhere near the level of gojo and i guess this is technically a weaker version of toji but still it's toji oh god this is the weakened version i mean the fact that his order stand was really interesting because i thought it was like him just being petty when he said kill all sorcerers i didn't think he was like locked in on actually having to do that i think it's something to do with the resurrection seance like yeah so that's what i'm saying like i'm surprised it's just a quirk gosh that, that stuck like i thought he was just killing people for fun i didn't realize like that order was actually like locked in to him it at least kind of explains because like we knew he hated sorcerers but not to this level plausible deniability for the bloodlust that is happening i suppose yeah it's fun to watch that's for damn sure it is fun to watch and fun to talk about but i think that's all that i had to say yeah i don't know if i sent you the meme of (laughs) toji spotting the worm as he's like doing a bench press oh my gosh yes (laughs) (laughs) it was funny (laughs) i was so tired well, when you're not tired, we will welcome you back for the next couple of weeks because you're going to be helming this show with possible special guests. Who knows how you're going to do it? But I'm not going to be, be solo here. Solo rambles could be with the guest. We'll keep these next three weeks going one way or another. But you yes, will be I know. And I will be excited to come back with all all the fervor and information about the episodes. But until then, if you want to help fill that void, we always take and appreciate listener feedback. Uh, You can email us, animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com with any of your thoughts about any of the shows, movies, or anything that we are covering or that you would want us to cover. We're always happy to hear feedback. You can write to us. You can send in a voice memo. We will play it on the show and talk about it. All sorts of great ways. You can also follow us on all of the social medias. As we always plug, they are out there. That's another way that you can reach out to us and... uh, yeah, when you're not tired, Zuhair, where else could they find you on a normal week? That's my secret, Cap. I'm always tired. But yeah, be sure to check out Peeves Gap Fest. Be sure to check out 323 with Reed Murphy. And be sure to check out all the shows on strandapanda.com. We got a little bit of everything for you. And of course, always check out Animation Deliberation. Be sure to tune in next time. That's T-O-O-N-I-N. And as always, stay whelmed. See you in a month. Muscle, muscle. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Stranded Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandedpanda.com or join the great community that is the Stranded Panda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed. <laughs>